0: Another professor has been researching board games. Now, this is interesting. If you like to play Monopoly or Cluedo or any games, try to guarantee a win at a classic board game. And I read this in The Australian today. trying to guarantee a win at a classic board game such as Monopoly can sometimes lead to ignominious behaviour. It's true. Over the Christmas break, how did you go playing games? Did wars break out? Yet rather than pilfering cash from the bank, players can ensure they have the upper hand using entirely legitimate methods. A mathematician has revealed the secret tactics that will help people to win family-favorite games. Okay, I've got your attention if you're playing Monopoly this afternoon, or Cluedo, or any of those. The gentleman's name is Marcus de Satoy. He's a professor at Oxford University, so knows his stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. He's calculated, for instance, in Cluedo, that Mrs. Peacock is the best character to choose, as she starts in a position on the board closest to most rooms. There you go. In Monopoly, now we're talking... Players should prioritize buying the orange properties because of their proximity to jail. So the, the, the uh, orange ones are Bow Streets, Marlborough, and Vine, from memory. It's been a little while. But they're twice as likely to be op- occupied as any other square on the board. Okay. Players are more likely to throw scores of 6, 7, or 8 than any other number because of the several combinations of those numbers that are possible with two dice. Thereby increasing the odds they will land on either Bow Street or Marlborough Street if rolled from jail. Building three houses is the fastest way to earn back on your investment. And so it goes. And then Professor D. Sartoig moves to Scrabble, and he says, those who strategize by placing down a selection of high-scoring two-letter words are more likely to end up victorious. So sometimes people look at those big, you know, seven-letter words or whatever. He says go the little two-letter words, things like "key" QI, "qi" defined as a vital life force in Chinese tradition, or "zoo" Xu, "xu" a monetary unit of Vietnam. He even goes into battleships. Uh, his advice if you play battleships, that's a good, good game, I like battleships, is to place all the ships in one area of the board rather than spreading them out, which is more likely to bamboozle opponents. Didn't work so well at Pearl Harbor, but if you're playing Battlefronts as a game, it uh, might work out. Now, we were having this discussion a little earlier in the office, and uh, Sophie's producer, Jared Braybrook, is a uh, Monopoly master. Aren't you,
1: Jared? I don't know about master. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) pest. Pest would be the best way to put it out. But this is
0: it, though. I mean, you you play Monopoly. You play quite competitively, yeah?
1: Oh, competitive against friends and family to the point where two people have said they'll never play Monopoly with me ever again. That's pretty competitive. (laughs) That's pretty competitive. Who are those people and why? The first one was my grand. from this was going back when I was like 10 or so. We we're just playing um one time and I was down to about ten dollars and mum's calling us over for, for lunch and Grand saying, Well, Jared, you're obviously gonna lose, let's just wrap it up there. And I'm like, No, we're not we're not wrapping it up. I got ten dollars, I'm still in this and um to the point where I'm like, Well you forfeit for packing up the game now. So <laughs> <laughs> And that was to mum. That that was to Gran that to I To Grand To Gran and You beat um, up on your Gran. I beat up on my grand oh, and Jared. she has not played Monopoly with me ever since.
0: Don't blame us. So when you're playing, because you obviously play... What was the second one, by the way?
1: The second one was a friend of my wife. It was the first time I played together. I I always thought that red was a very good one to do. I thought I'd heard something similar like this, so I went the red ones. Trafalgar Square, Strands... And Fleet Street. Fleet Street, yeah. And um and I was winning on, on that, and but they were shuffling money under the table to each other, so she was getting all this money, and I was just winning because she'd land on it all the time. I'm like, how does she still have money left? But, yeah... Once they realized that I was that competitive about it, haven't played again since. <laughs>
0: high, high level finance going on. It's a great game there, isn't it? I love it. I used yeah. to like the green ones, Bond Street, Oxford, Regent, but they don't seem to to mention. People get imagined. caught
1: up trying to go for Mayfair and Park Lane.
0: Yeah, not, not so good. No. Nah. Did you play over the break or no one would play with you?
1: Um, I've moved on to... Yeah, no, one will, no one will play Monopoly <laughs> with me anymore, but um, I've moved on to like little card games like Phase 10 and Skipbo and stuff, just a bit of fun where I can't be... Too competitive that no one will play with me anymore.
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> the nicest guy ever. Me, gentle nature, but a killer when it comes to games. Good on you, Jared. Um, maybe you've played some games over the break. Maybe you've got uh, your own secrets about Monopoly, or uh, maybe you get a little competitive too. I remember a game called Ludo we used to play when I was a kid. That can really bring out the worst in you. I think Ludo is the one where you go around the board with your little pieces, and if you land on them, you take their pieces, and they've got to start all over again. That really, you, you shouldn't play that game. <laughs> Stay clear. of little. Anything with more like a bit of strategy. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick clear of. <laughs>